Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 144th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco the podcast. I'm joined, as always, by the boys, Trevor and Doug. Fellas, yo, initial yo. Th- it, how did uh, how did week three go for you? Well, anybody lost, jump in? I, I lost to Caesar in fantasy. I had CD Lamb go, and he had nobody going. I needed nine points. No, I'm sorry, I needed uh, eleven points, and he got nine and a half. You you beat me in Doug's league, though. I did. I smoked yeah. you. Uh, I had the second highest score in the league, and uh, uh, ended up losing. I had one the of first. those games. Yeah, turns out. Turns Doug out. Had, uh, How'd this week go for you? Uh, I needed I needed one more play out of Dak. I just lost to Curtis by less than one point. Oh, he did he did send that to me. Yeah, but so the t- the touchdown non touchdown kind of hurt you. Yeah, that whole the first was that the first quarter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he throws a touchdown to Zeke in the flats. I'm like score because I have Zeke and Dak in one league. So I was like, ooh, double banger touchdown. Hell yeah. All right. He was down before he got it. I was like, all right, no problem. Zeke or Dak will get the touchdown now. Sneaks it in on fourth and one. Looks like he got over the line. They say he didn't. They review it. They say he didn't. So I went from having a multi-touchdown touchdown to no touchdown, and I lost by a half point. But he got me my wins in my other league. So I went in tonight losing in all three games. I won two out of three. In fantasy. All so. right. So I uh, I was on the road. I missed the first quarter, but from sitting at stoplights and everything, uh, the 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 tweet that um, that's jumped out to me was Trey Wingo saying Monday Night Football is drunk. And so can can one of you? I tried rewatching the first quarter just before I came down here, but can one of you? Um, or Doug, you were recapping it for us and then recapping it for me in the text message. Can you uh, just give us give us a brief rundown of all that bullshit? Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I mean, as far as the game goes, the Cowboys were just kind of moving it up and down the field. Um, but then Dak got sacked in the end zone and fumbled the ball, and Eagles recover it, so they had a defensive touchdown. Um, I met, we just I just talked about how they had the goal line stuff on fourth and one, and then wasn't there something else? Trevor, uh, did you see the first quarter? I missed the first quarter as well, unfortunately. Yeah, right, so well. so there was just a, there was a lot going on in that uh, in that first first uh, first quarter. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I will tell you that I did. I did tune into the Mannings uh, broadcast uh, or whatever you want to call it. Manning cast. Manning cast. Yeah, they were. Uh, Peyton was certainly um, being as uh, as 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 professional as he could about Mike McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, and, that's, a, that's a far cry from Eli's professionalism tonight, which was just just double flip it off the camera. Obs- just obscene. I love it. <laughs> I just I had to shield my son's eyes. He my, <laughs> he doesn't know what that means, but he was very offended. I like no, all, I, uh, I like all I had to, jokes. <laughs> my 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 parents were my parents hate Eli. Just fucking despise Eli. Um, mostly for the for the prima donna uh, forcing his way out of San Diego thing. Um, and and so my my mom is texting me last Monday, like basically in you know the nicest possible words. I can't stand this fucking idiot. Get him off my TV. And I'm sitting there going, why the fuck is she watching this voluntarily? And uh, she, yeah, she it, thinks that's the game. Then it occurred to me, I'm like, they're on ESPN two, and they just have not gotten to channel two hundred six yet. So we're we're at uh, it's my nephew's first birthday party this weekend, and I'm like, Dad, the channel you're looking for is two hundred six. And uh, anyway, I called. The, I saw that I saw the Manning cast was on today, and I I called to check on my mom. She's like, Thank you very much. I just I can't st- I can't stand him. I'm like I know <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, oh, she's any, uh, oh, and then I, 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 cause she was texting me all sorts of awful things about Eli. And, and uh, uh, so I sent her the Eli, I, I texted her Eli flipping her off. I'm like, Eli heard you. And he's got, he's got two, he's got two, he's keeping up uh, foreign relations. Um, Eagles, Cowboys reactions. Any, any initial thoughts from the game other than the first quarter was just bananas? Uh, looks like the, are the Cowboys going to run away with this division? Is it not going to be the weird, close race it usually is? I mean, the, this was the game that that decided it, and uh, the Giants are obviously garbage. Um, the that football sucks. team, the football team is is ridiculously underperforming. Their defense is not playing well, or not, not playing to the sick. expectations. Put it that way. Um, I think this was that make or great make make or break game for Philly. I think um, not, Joe. You certainly had a lot of uh, um, positive thoughts about them and uh, expectations uh, about how good they can be. And I think this this game kind of should have settled the NFC East. I think as of now, obviously it's only you know week three, but um, yeah. Uh, to answer your question in a long way, Doug, absolutely. I think uh, I think Dallas is a foothold on the NFC East. This this was the Dallas team I thought we were getting last year, yeah. and um, turns out that there's a big talent gap between Dan Quinn and Mike Nolan. <laughs> I was I was just gonna say your boy, Quinn. and so Dan Quinn has got. I mean, because Dallas has a lot of injuries on defense, and they're playing well. What is so. what is what was blowing me? What is just blowing me away about the Dallas defense right now is that. Dan Quinn's been a defensive guy his whole career. Seattle, then the Cowboys as defensive coordinators. But then there was this, this this gap in the middle where apparently he was focused on the offense because the one thing that the Falcons could never get right was the defense. So I don't yeah. know how – if I'm a Falcons fan, this is just another kick in the nuts at this point that like, oh, okay, turns out Dan Quinn – can actually coach defense. So fuck me. 
Yeah, he um, can't. I mean, he's not a head coach. I think we've seen that before, right? Guys, uh, guys that are good coordinators that are not good coaches, head coaches. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, Wade, guys Wade Phillips really good. comes to mind. Norv Turner comes to mind. Uh, yeah. Normally, it's the guys leaving the Cowboys or coaching the Cowboys that um, that are are the ones that are only fit for coordinator positions. But yeah, this is a uh, bit backwards. Mike Nolan was bad at both. Consistent, ter- consistently bad at both. So you know, props to him for not you know being being one of those wafflers, those flip floppers. Hate him, can't stand him. Anyways, um. The uh, yeah no, I did say a bunch of nice things about the Eagles. I blame that on any time a team plays my team close, and I think my team's good. That they're obviously good, and then when they get blown out by the Cowboys, they were obviously shit for the entire time. And and there's no uh, no reason that they we should have ever thought that they would beat the Cowboys. Um, I'm gonna chalk it up to uh, uh, Brandon uh, Graham being out. Uh, I'm going to chalk it up to it being a road game. Um, chalk it up to Sirianni wearing that stupid T-shirt all week, which I I did not know about, but he was like prancing around in in, uh, in, in practice all week with a beat yeah. Dallas T-shirt on, like it's you know it's like like it's like beat Harvard Westlake from you know in high school. Like you just what if you never mind. I just this is just like stupid shit. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, they did not look good. Dallas looked amazing. Like they were just beating the hell out of the uh, out of the Eagles' defensive line and just moving the ball at will. It was um, really yeah, impressive. Their defense had a, had a foothold. I mean, they what they scored two defensive touchdowns. Philly did. Uh, I know that they got the. I, I, I know the one. I I started tuning it out at a certain point. Like I was like, this is just, this is brutal. And, and I had a podcast to prepare for. So hopefully the podcast ends up better than that fucking game. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts looked like he wasn't, uh, making proper decisions. Uh, didn't look great under pressure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think everything is where it should be. All right. Hope now for, the hope for Philly is gone. The, the Dak, was he in? Was he not in? This was a another tweet I saw at a stoplight, and I should probably get off my phone at stoplights because I just got a ticket for it like six weeks ago, which I do need to pay. Actually, um, there you go. Just make a note to myself. Yeah, set right a now. reminder. I'll just listen to the podcast tomorrow. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> that's right. I got to fucking pay that thing. The um. Bill Barnwell for ESPN was saying that the 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 refs run in, right? And they signal something when they plainly don't know what the fuck the call is. And we need some mechanism for I don't know. Nobody fucking knows. Uh, the, and so that just it just directly goes to the replay people. So that we're not standing around because once you make a call, once they settle on whatever kind of like guess that they're making, all of a sudden that is now what the replay is judged off of. Yeah, right? so that's, that's a how you slippery get this, like, slope. I mean, we're already down a slippery slope. I mean, is it is it worse doing that than 
is a worse like because there was another play. There was the uh, the the Cedric. I think it was Cedric Wilson along the sideline made a great catch, but only got one foot down. And the refs looked at each other and just signaled a catch. Oh. Just like fuck it, yeah, I don't know, catch. But we need we need a I don't know kind of flag like a, like a blue flag or something that an official can like they take their hats off when the guy goes out of bounds. They've got the yellow flag for penalties. The red flags are the coaches' challenges. Um, why not a blue flag when there's just kind of like, hey, we don't fucking know. Like you get well, together, the, a couple of those guys in the stripy shirts, they get together, they look at each other and go, I don't fucking know. Better than making a coach waste a challenge and better than, I mean, they blew that call. Dak was in. Um, oh, he was in for sure. Yeah, yeah. I should have won my fantasy game. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> what this, and, and that's what the most important thing here is. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean the NBA, they, you know, yeah. the refs yeah. don't know, they call it jump ball. They're like, just jump it up. But yeah, there, there should be something other than just these idiots. Yeah, but I mean, you get that, you get that blue flag, you know, like let's, let's unpack that a bit more. Then all of a sudden, that's what the call, you know, they're doing that more and more and more. And then, you know, it, it's, it's an 80% digitally referee game. Yeah. I don't. In that situation, don't you? Uh, I mean, if it's if it's that close, don't you call it a touchdown because you know it's going to be reviewed? What, what I don't understand is why can't why can't the booth go to it and go like, okay, this is very if, if they should be able to see all the angles that we're seeing and be like, this, yeah, it's very much touchdown, it's a fucking touchdown. Like, why wasn't that call? I think the mystery to me is why when it's blatantly obvious on the screen to the viewers at home, um, why can't that booth overturn that call? Or, or overturn it, or, or make that call. Like this is actually what happened. That's why it's there. And well, so, the booth, so, the, so these... the, the booth is just there to be like, hey guys, you should maybe take a look at this. Or on, um, it, because it's it's ultimately the umpire's decision on the field. That's why they get the little fucking TV box that they trot out on the guy's chest now. Um, and so there is no overruling from the booth. It's all just. Um, it's it's all based and and that's what i'm saying like if you've got the blue flag or some mechanism like it the problem is that it's anchored in they said he was short and so now when they go to review it the video has to prove he's in beyond any kind of reasonable doubt right and that it's because it's anchored in a certain thing now if they did and and that's the coin flip that's the well i don't fucking know so i i, I don't mind doug's thing of Hey, if it's that fucking close and you're the ref, just line judge, back judge, whatever, just signal a touchdown. It's going to get reviewed. Nobody has to burn a challenge that way. But that still anchors it in something that is a guess as opposed to just saying yeah, nobody fucking know. saw. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like, yeah. So, so, yeah, just basically delegate it down to the booth review. Like, we don't know. Well, booth makes its decision, right? Or, or not even the decision, Upstairs. but like, hey, I don't know. I would rather see it on video before we actually make a call. Like, the play's dead. The play stopped. Okay. Before we say anything, let's just go over to the video. And that way, it's like, we'll just we'll just get it right without having to, like, throw up our hands and say, this was a touchdown, even though I didn't actually see it. Or this was down at the one, yeah. even though I'm not that fucking sure. Yeah. Dude, I, isn't there some kind of, like, infrared paint or something that they can put on the stripe of the ball? That's like, yeah, okay, would... when we flip the switch and you look through like the predator, ver- you know, like the predator eyes, you can see the stripes of past yeah. that broke the play. Well, it's exactly what they do in tennis. 
right? Yeah, they have, yeah. They have like the the digital replay of where the ball landed. The, those balls are going 140 miles an hour, and they're able to figure that out. Right. Yeah. They 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 yeah that that should uh, you know maybe they do, they do it in soccer. I think there's I think there's a chip in in uh, in the ball in soccer now. Like there's and with soccer, it's like it's all sorts of stuff. They do it on on offside. They do it on um, on ball over the over the uh, goal line. Like yeah. You know, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, if you're gonna, it's the point is if you're gonna do this, have this digital referee. If you're gonna have the eye in the sky, get it. more calls right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have they have they have the equipment. They're just choosing not to use it, or they're using it in an arbitrary manner, which is you know bad for the game. So if you're gonna have it, make sure it's right. Yeah, arbitrary and inefficient is um is is the name of the game right there. Well, right, it's right human. Now for, Right, it's human, and and what they're trying to do, and I guess is is preserve it as much as they can, as far as a a, a human call, um, you know, and not rendering the referees useless. Well, they're failing. If they can't get the calls right. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, they're only failing now. I mean, you know, think about twenty years ago when none of this existed, you know, and you see so many. It's so funny to see this and be like, imagine these really like ridiculously close like uh interceptions that roll off of two people uh you know the ball hit the ground like you know when, when you're scooping the ball off the ground. like all of these plays that are so close we're we're at one point just called either a catch or not and everybody moved on like the right. call was the call and now but so now you introduce this technology and we're still kind of leaning back on that well here's here's the other thing have you guys even watched a game recently? Like recently, have you watched a game recently that was played in the nineties? Not a full game. No, I've only seen just even just even a few plays. It looks like your it looks like a Genesis game. Yeah, it looks like yeah. technical. Yeah. So it's like this. This wasn't an issue. Definitely not in the seventies. You know, I mean, like, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The technology didn't exist, so you couldn't, you know, the, the it's almost like it's the, the technology is exposing, you know, how arbitrary some of these calls and wrong they can yeah. be, yet it's still not being utilized. It's, it's, yeah, it's an interesting situation. It's 2021, get the call right, keep the game moving, yeah, exactly, and get to get the fucking call right. Right, and there's got to be something to build in there, the accountability with the referees. But I mean, there's, I mean, I don't think it's public how how they're held accountable, is it? Yeah, I, I mean, they, I don't know. They'll I come think... out and they'll Where's... say they're sorry and stuff like that. I mean, Dan Campbell just said that uh, this about the, you know, the delay of the potential delay of game thing from from the from play Baltimore right game? before the yeah from the Baltimore oh. game. He's yeah. like, I'll get an apology, but it doesn't fucking mean anything. We lost the game. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think the refs are graded. But I'll tell you right now, man, if you've ever watched any basketball with me, the NBA referees are by far the worst referees in any professional sport, and it's not close. <laughs> no, I haven't paid attention enough. Speaking of arbitrary and inefficient, it's just yeah, no, the NBA's the NBA refereeing is impossible to watch. Yeah, I hate it. Football screwed itself up a little bit just because there's they they just keep adding fucking rules and adding rules and adding rules and um it makes and it really they, really hard. 
Yeah, and then, they, and then no. they, you know, once the new rule's there, they really enforce it hard, and they make points out of it. They make examples. Yeah, it's so, like we like with the taunting thing. Like we had a bunch of penalties yeah. in the first two weeks for the taunting, and then then only a handful of penalties this week. But and the NFL is going to point to that and be like, "Hey, it's working." And every and if you're watching a game, you're like, "No, it's not." No. That was you just a taunt. Calling it because it was stupid. Yeah, and everybody got mad at you. I would rather them just say, "You know what? That was stupid. We're going to stop calling that," as opposed to just like sending out a memo to the referees that say, "Like, hey, yeah." Sh- don't tell anybody, but really, you know, it's very, it's very corporate. Dial this back, yeah, yeah, it's very corporate. It's very politically um, uh, correct in, in all shapes and forms. They PC. can't come out because the second they admit, you know, the, uh, we made that call wrong. Well, what about this one? Da, da, da. Yeah, every team that got screwed in the first two weeks will be ranting and raving. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> the Saints fans. But hey, more content work. for us. Yeah, mm. it'd be great. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. So um, back by, by popular demand, 
Um, and I, I think Trevor, you were the only one asking for this necessarily. That's not sure Doug loves it. Um, I like it. Doug loves you it. Like this, you like the start bench cut? I do. I, I think do. everybody does. I like start bench. I I really enjoy like the movie related star bench cuts. <laughs> yes, I do too. Um, well, uh, as a since it's the season and it's football, we're going to try and keep it keep the star yeah. bench cuts as as relevant to um, to football as possible. And uh, I don't know if you guys can see this, put but a I've got if, if they want star bench cut every every on every on every pod. No, it's, right. it's, 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 I've just got to, you know, I've got to play the hits, man. Well, it's play like when, when we're, when we're debating what start bench cut to use for today, you know, I, I said my piece, I don't just want to do kind of like generic player versus player versus player, yeah, um, right. like a, like a fantasy thing. Like, you know, sure. let's, uh, we'll spice this up a little bit. And I think, you know, we're all dumb enough. We can come up with three or four dumb questions to ask every, every week and, Sign him in. So the first one is who's going to have the better 2021? Your options are Josh Gordon, Big Ben, Matt Nagy. Uh dude, none of these guys are gonna finish the season. I said I said better 2021. Now I would I would like to stop here for a moment. And I would like to petition uh, the NFL world and the five people watching at home right now that could we change Big Ben's name from Big Ben to Has Been? Just as a, <laughs> that meme's going up tomorrow. Dude, so, I don't know who posted it, but it was, like him getting sniped. Oh, my God. Like him yeah. just kind of rolling out and then just, just ass over tea kettle. Just, just. That's how I would. That's how I would look right now if I was asked to play a game at full speed. I mean, that's how I would look. I mean, you you at least are a little more nimble and agile. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, that that looks like my fat ass trying to trying to throw a football (laughs) twenty yards. I feel like I'm the most closely similarly built to. Big Ben at all three of us. Twenty twenty (laughs) one. You haven't seen Doug. You haven't seen Trevor in a while. Yeah, you're you're a, Doug. You're a big guy, but you got you have you are athletic, my friend. Well, you have uh, you have some skills. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Hat. You can move. All right, so uh, better twenty twenty one. Josh Gordon, newly ex, ex, newly reinstated, expected to sign with the Chiefs. Uh, big Ben has been, and Matt Nagy. So, I mean, can I get into the Browns-Bears game right now, or do you want me to answer this question? Well, we're doing start bench cut. We got we got time. Because, all right, so I'll, I'll just preface that by saying I'm absolutely 100%, and I've never been more certain about anything in my life that I'm cutting Matt Nagy. That is the easiest decision I've ever <laughs> made on this podcast after watching the Browns-Bears game. So he's cut for sure. I'll bench – uh, has been, um, and I'll start Josh Gordon just because you know I'd smoke with him. <laughs> I'll roll one with you, bro. 
Uh, but I don't think any of these guys are finishing the season. I don't know. I have a different opinion of Josh Gordon, and maybe that's just this is the uh, uh, the positive person in me. Uh, I think with with all of this gone, I think he's he's the guy that's going to benefit the most from you know uh, the banned substance situation. But I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Has this only been marijuana with him, or has it been other things? Has it there been, might have been uh, like I've I've heard there might be some other stuff, but I mean, really, the last couple of years, I feel like. You know, Russell Wilson didn't get the nickname Mr. Unlimited because, like, I mean, maybe he's just sitting there fucking doing all sorts of drugs, and that's why he calls himself Mr. Unlimited. He's just a bottomless tank. Yeah, what's that What's that movie where they, they take the pill and then they're like... L- limitless. You, limitless, there you go, Mr. Limitless. Yeah. Doesn't roll yeah, off the tongue as much. Josh Gordon was, uh, yeah, it's been weed, alcohol. I think he was sipping on the scissor a little bit. To deserve, uh, yeah. Well, it's I mean, not just the weed. Well, I so mean, I'm I'm it, saying it, that it, I think Josh Gordon is a victim here of Russell Wilson's hard partying lifestyle. <laughs> That's what it's it is. Dis- it's disgusting what he did to Josh Gordon. Right. But but, but behind that uh, that crispy Christian uh, personality, it's uh, that character he portrays. He's really he's really a devil. Yeah. Sheep. This a wolf that, in sheep clothing. That's the type, you know. It really is. Like actually. Than, yeah. Right. Yeah, like like the <clears throat> lady boys. in the street and a freak in the sheets. You know. Yeah. What's the main character in the boys? I haven't seen the boys yet. The 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 show, the boys. I know. I haven't seen it. Yet. Which which main oh. character? The blonde guy. The bad guy. The bad guy. Or the good well, he's guy? not the bad guy. That, that that that's what I'm saying. He's a good guy, but he's a bad guy. Yeah, uh, I know. I know who you're talking about. That's a good show, Mister Mister Universe. Mr. Something like oh. that, yeah. Anyway, I'm, but yeah, I'm having a but I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start Josh Gordon. I'm gonna bench has been, and I'm gonna cut Nagy. I think Nagy's got maybe maybe a game or two left. Uh, the the problem with the Steelers, and I've always thought about this: why isn't there an heir apparent on that bench? They have they just and they still excuse have me, space. but what about still, Dwayne? Oh, that's right, <laughs> Dwayne is there. I forgot. I Fuck forgot Dwayne. they got D-Wayne this year. <laughs> D-Wayne Haskins, baby. Wow. Well, uh, so, is... so not Joe. Now is the time. In the next week. No, I'm holding. I'm still holding. Out. Nope. You need to post that thing. Because there's going to be no greater potential than a, in a Dwayne Haskins rookie card than the, than the week before he – the week he's declared the starter before he now, plays. I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for him to come in in garbage time. Throw three touchdowns. Mike Tomlin go to the team and say, "Boys, I think Dwayne Haskins gives us the best chance to win." They announce it, and then before his first actual start, so before the three touchdown garbage time game and the actual start, that's when I'll post it. That's when I'll sell the Dwayne Haskins rookie card, my prized possession. Wow! But what about Dwayne? Fuck Dwayne. Um, so Trevor, you said you both have said start Josh Gordon, bench has been, and cut Matt Nagy. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy will not make it to my birthday. My birthday is November first, so uh, this, he's I cut. Mean, and this, this is yeah. This is like how many like the amount of games each will play, right? That's just just a better twenty twenty one. We could just boil, we could just boil that down. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna bench Josh Gordon because the Chiefs have a history of like signing these guys. Like, you know, there's a reason that LaShawn McCoy's won two Super Bowl rings and hasn't played it down in either of them. Well, the first one he won was was with the Chiefs. They'll get these late career guys that, yeah, sure it'd be nice if they turned into something and then just not use them. Le'Veon so, Bell. Le'Veon Bell's another one. Sammy Watkins, so kind of. I mean, I, I wish they'd bench Sammy Watkins. We Niners might have won a Super Bowl. Um, the uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start has been mostly because I think he's just gonna play longer because the alternative to has been is present tense uh, Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph, and we've seen we've seen those movies before. But so. still, but still, how come there isn't an heir apparent? <laughs> You know, in in Pittsburgh, why haven't why didn't they pick somebody up in the draft this year? Like they know he's on his way out. They know he's like, what, he got was a thinking, year. It like was, is Dwayne it Haskins was, their fucking bridge guy? Is he, is he the guy that they're not? They don't have a guy on the bench to to learn from Ben. Like this just seems like a a, a missed opportunity of, of of enormous proportions. I think they, they should have they should have him 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 getting someone for two years now. But what what if they wind up with Aaron Rodgers next year or something like that? They thought they had they thought they had Roethlisberger for one more year and they didn't. It's not looking like they did. So, um, but yeah, they definitely don't have. I don't know. God, that is just a gross I'm, landing spot for him. Oh, that would be so frustrating. That would be so annoying. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to play in the cold anymore. He's going. He's going to a warm weather place or a, or a dome. God, that yeah. would be a gross landing spot for plus, him. Like, plus, plus, I don't think he's going to want to go from the offensive line he's playing behind to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one that's worse, yeah. So Potentially worse, yeah. So, so yeah, but I could just see, you know, the Steelers could land a vet quarterback, and with that defense, they could be right back towards the top. Cam Newton? No, I said a top quarterback. Hey, we'll get to Cam, Okay. by the way. We'll get, we'll get I mean, this this is a con- maybe a, a longer conversation, you know. And we'll probably have it in the upcoming weeks um, if he keeps looking the way he does. But like, you know, free agent quarterbacks next year, you know, where where do you think the where do you think the Steelers go from Ben? Because uh, that's a that's a that's a big conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a big Ben conversation. It's a Ben has been conversation that needs to Ben had. They've been having it. Yeah. All right. Next category, start bench cut. And I don't know if you guys can see this, but I did up banners that I can post up to each question. So the the production value on this fucking podcast slash YouTube slash experience is uh is just is it we're we're upcycling right now we're just we're just crushing it on the production oh look at that look at yeah it just came back because i wasn't i wasn't looking at you um this is nice this is really nice most most unexpected player performance so far this season your choices are jamar chase as a top 15 wide receiver right now uh sam darnold as a I'm saying top 20 quarterback, 
just because like he's top 10 in passing yards, doesn't really have the touchdowns. And when I look at the guys that are behind him in yards, I'm like, okay, they're better than Darnold, better than Darnold, better than Darnold, better than Darnold. And so I was like, I'm like, I think just making it to the top 20 for Darnold is a huge victory coming off of, of where his career was. So I'm saying top 20 quarterback, Sam Darnold. And well, well, that we're even uh, we're talking third about option. his performances. We're talking about his performances. That's that's it. He's not a he's not a fart in the wind at this point, which was which where he was going. But yeah, he has he Sam Darnold having the semblance of a, having a career rebirth, right? Right. After only three games, after only three games, um, and then Zach Wilson being abominable. Those are your three options. So Jamar Chase. Coming off of the uh, drops and all that bullshit in the preseason, Sam Darnold coming off of multiple years under Adam Gaze, hmm. um, and Zach Wilson just being god awful terrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna start it if you don't mind. Um, yeah. so I'm gonna go yeah the most the most expected first obviously right because the most unexpected would be. Uh, the person at the bottom of the list. Is that accurate? Your starter no, is going, the most unexpected. The starter okay. is the most unexpected. Okay, so I'm going to start Zach Wilson being this bad. I think I think we all, I think there were high expectations. Um, you know, new regime, some talent around him, him being very good. Um you know, especially pre-draft when we're talking about, you know, who's going where and who's the best. And I think his name came up as the best in the draft there at least one week. Um, yeah, he had a, he had his week in the sun where they were like, are we yeah. sure that the Jaguars shouldn't be taking Zach Wilson? Right, exactly. God, can you imagine Zach Wilson with Urban Meyer? He, well, he made, he made a cross. He, he threw it across his body across the field, um, and everybody just became enamored with that throw at his pro day. Yeah, but but you are 100 percent correct, Trevor. We all kind of, I think we all picked him as as the quarterback that had the biggest bust potential of yeah. the first round quarterbacks. We did, so. and, and that is coming to fruition. He is not uh, being supported at all, and I feel bad for Salah. I think uh, not, Joe. I, I think you would agree with me that we're kind of rooting for him a little bit. Um, and then actually, when I when I you know, they're posting a lot of, uh, or playing a lot of nine 11 stuff actually, you know, right around the day. And I didn't realize, um, you know, that was a turning point for him and, uh, in his career. So, uh, anyway, I think Zach Wilson being absolutely terrible is the most unexpected out of the three. Um, Sam Darnold being decent. I'm going to, I'm going to bench, um, because I think, yeah, there was a little bit of like, yeah, it's Sam Darnold. And then, you know, I was saying, no, he, he's shit. And everybody's like, eh, you know, he might be good. No more gays, right? So I, I think there was, I think we sniffed that out a bit. I think that's right where that should be. I think he's right in the middle there. And uh, I expected Jamar Chase to do really well. I've always been a proponent of it. Um, I drafted him high in fantasy. And, um, you know, when they, when they draft, when the Bengals drafted him ahead of a lineman, um, I was supportive. So. Uh, that is not unexpected to me. Doug? Doug, did we lose you? All right, I'll go then. I, no, I uh, I had it on mute. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. 
is just talking about the production value of the fucking podcast. Jesus, guys. I, I like to hit the mute so there's no background uh, stuff when you guys are talking. So I'm, I'm looking out for you guys. There we go. Um, but what do I what I was saying behind that uh, muted microphone? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was getting into. Um, um, I think I'm pretty on a pretty similar path as Trevor. Um, as far the probably the least expected thing is Jamar Chase. I mean. He was clearly the most talented wide receiver. You know, him, him dropping those balls in the preseason was kind of like, whoa, but it was also like, all right, this guy didn't play last year. So you can give him a pass on those. Uh, so that's probably my cut. Uh, the bench, I would probably mm, – yeah, I think – yeah. I think, Darnold, you, you say top – 20 i'm saying i'll i'll even say top 15 i would say i'll bench that um but again it just goes to show i mean a lot of these quarterbacks that get drafted early they're talented if they can find the right situation they can be you know this guy's gonna you know this guy went from maybe not (laughs) maybe not you know making it in the next couple of years so he's gonna have a good career good long career whether it's a starter or solid backup right um, from just from getting away from the Jets, um, Adam Gase. Just from getting away from Adam Gase. Sorry, yeah, even better. So yeah, so that's my so that's where I'm going. I'm basically agreeing with Trevor Zach Wilson. We again, we although we we did all talk about his uh, bus potential, him having the highest, but dude, Trevor Lawrence also has seven interceptions, same amount as Zach Wilson. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both they're both uh, underperforming. But I think there's a lot to say there. I think this is a bigger conversation about they're both rookies, in terrible situations, right? Rookies starting, right? Just like you said, these guys are ta- like really talented. These guys are freaks. These guys are you know, fucking ten percent of the world can do what they do. Um, Not even, but, dude. Way less than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one percent of the world, and but they still are young and they're undeveloped. And it doesn't matter how good they are coming out of college. Yeah. If, if they're not put in the right situation, just like any kind of talented, this is a management situation, right? You have to be able to utilize your talent in the right way and play to people's strong points and, and develop people. And when these guys go into situations where they are not being developed, the trust that they have with their team, their organization, their coach falls out from under them, which is what it really looks like um, you know, for a lot of these guys, like for Donalds especially. Um, and it does go to show that that a lot of uh, a lot of these guys can be kind of rescued. It just it's 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 almost shines more of a light on you know how, how many guys were busts because they went into the wrong situation. Exactly. How many how many lives were you know affected that way because because of the uncontrollables? Do you want to hear what? some names? I got names. Yeah, there's probably <laughs> ten real quick ones. <laughs> there's there's fifteen on the Browns. That's um, yeah yeah yeah. The Jets. So so I'm. Yeah, what you got, Nacho? Who are – which one of these are you starting with the most unexpected, your start? I, I think Jamar Chase being this good, this quickly. I mean, it's – I'm it's going also Joe off Burrow. of – It's also Joe Burrow being this good too. It's not – I mean – I'm going off of – so sat out a year, drops all through training camp, right? 
and then the the season starts, and all of a sudden he's averaging eighty yards a game, which is with a touchy, what a twelve hundred yard pace, thirteen hundred yard pace, something like that, with four touchdowns now. Yeah, he's got um, one game at least there. So leads the league. That that well, uh, Cup's got five, um, but there's like a gr- there's a group of guys with with four, I think. Um, so I'm. I'm not that surprised that Zach Wilson has been awful. We're only three games in, um, and he's got a first time, you know, because his offensive coordinator is a Shanahan guy. Shanahan's system takes a while to learn. Anyways, um, on top of that, um, he's a first-time play caller. So there's like there's a couple things here. This is just like with a defensive head coach. There's just this isn't a great situation for um, for everybody's learning, right? The head coach is learning, the play caller is learning, the quarterback is learning. His left tackle was injured in the first game. <clears throat> left yeah. tackle was injured. Their okay, best he offensive lineman. He doesn't have bad weapons. I mean, they signed Corey Davis. Elijah Moore is supposed to be you know ridiculous eventually. Yeah, he, like he's got better weapons than well, arguably better weapons than Lawrence. Or at least the same caliber. They're not lacking weapons, both those guys. Um, so you know, I, th- I think the offensive line is is uh, is an issue for uh, for Wilson. So I'm not I'm not that surprised that Wilson's struggling. Maybe to the degree he's struggling, but I'm not crazy surprised. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to start Jamar Chase as being. A legit, I think, top fifteen wide receiver in the NFL already after three games. Um, benching, uh, um, benching Darnold, same way as you guys, and uh, I'll cut, uh, I'll cut Zach Wilson as a. He's a rookie with the ter- in a terrible situation. It's not out of the realm of possibility that he would be this bad. Um, right, so like I mean, put him in, uh, put him in your boys, in, uh, in, put him on the Niners. What if they drafted yeah. him? He's getting developed for two years. Right, right. He's a better, he's a way better quarterback in that scenario. Yes, with so. with and 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 with a head coach who's been calling plays for ten, fifteen years. Like it just, it would be. I mean, listen, this is part of the reason why everybody's clamoring for Trey Lance at this point is because, you know, they're like, just, we can do the, you can have the Jimmy Garoppolo offense with Trey Lance, but you can't have the Trey Lance offense with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, But yeah, I mean, that would be, if Zach Wilson was on, if Zach Wilson was available at three, I think the Niners would have just traded Jimmy. I think. Really? They would have started him? I think. Well, that, yeah, that was the story that he was ready to. The yeah. whole story, the whole, uh, yeah, the whole dialogue with Trey Lance was that he needed to be developed. He needed to sit for a year. So, okay. Um, all right, so you guys agreed on that one, and I, I flipped uh, Jamar and, and Zach, Zach Wilson. Um, last one, last start bench cut. Your life depends on this. So, you're ranking these. The starting is the one you're most confident that you will survive. Okay? 
Mm-hmm. Your your life depends on Rodgers getting into field goal range with 37 seconds and no timeouts. <laughs> Justin Tucker <laughs> kicking a field goal from 60-plus to win the game. Or Daniel Jones going turnover free for one game. <laughs> Jeez. It's not fair. He's playing well. I, I want to rescind a lot of my uh, rant about him because he's actually playing well. Nobody else is. And Evan Ingram used to be shot. But anyway. Uh, I'll start for this one because there's. Um, I'm definitely <laughs> cutting Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, <laughs> I think that's I, I think that's unanimous. That's yeah. universal. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But as far as my start, the other two are pretty tough options. This is Justin Tucker, son of a bitch. Yeah, just, I've been watching this guy drill field goals forever. Yeah, Automat Tuck, sixty-six yards, and I honestly, uh, you know, am not surprised at all. Um. What do you think Matt Matt Nagy had to go home and watch a kicker doink of you know doink a field goal off of the crossbar in. and it actually goes in? That it went in, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know though. The crazy I mean, part was that the same day in the same early games, a sixty-eight yard field goal was attempted and failed miserably to the yeah, we'll, to the coin we'll of a to, return. We'll get to numb nuts here in a second. <laughs> <with that. laughs> Click I got some three. fucking shit to say about <laughs> Clifford. That fucking guy, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Sorry. But uh, sorry. Yeah. No. I'll I'll start Rogers over the Tucker sixty-yard field goal. I'll bench Tucker. Um, Rogers is. Uh, I have I I did not have any confidence in his offensive line, and he was getting the ball out real quick in that game, and and then. Uh, and then, honestly, it's like, dude, I was almost like when uh, – what's the fullback's name so I don't say it wrong? Juszczyk. Juszczyk. Like, when he got the first down, I was like, okay. And then when he scored past the line, like, for the touchdown, I was like, yeah. oh, no, you should have done that. It's, no, the, yeah, it's, it's both him and Brady, right? You're like, too much time, and it's 30 seconds with no timeouts. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll start <laughs> Rodgers. uncanny. Tucker. Yeah. I'll take a different take of it because I have seen Aaron Rodgers not do that. I have never personally watched Justin Tucker miss a field goal. And I think there's a lot more involved with Rodgers in that scenario versus a 60-yard field goal from Justin Tucker. So I'm going to start Tucker, and I'm going to bench Rodgers, and, of course, I'm going to cut Danny donations. I said it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with Trevor on this one. I'm I'm going with Tucker. That guy's fucking automatic. Automatic Tuck. Automatic. Um, yeah, so what? Except for that <laughs> press conference, I think that was ridiculous. He tried. And then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bench Rogers, and uh, and cut um, Danny donations. Yeah. Yeah, Mister Donations. Yeah. He's just a uh, you know he's a real. Uh, the word is escaping me. He's okay. a giver. He like yeah. yeah, exactly. He likes to donate. He's a generous. <laughs> he's a generous yeah. lover. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's very. And I can be very generous. Um. Okay. So new segment. These are all fucking new segments for us. But a new segment. You guys can participate if you want. But I just wanted to highlight because I know 
that the people want it. I just want to highlight a few guys that are on my MVP radar. Right. This is more of a you thing here because this is like your deal, right? This is your whole you, – you, you, you wield power with your MVP voting. I've st- I am one of the most influential people in the NFL world. I think is yes. is what we're talking about here. It's top ten, um, top yes. ten for sure. So, and listen, I'm just talking, right? I I I just want to make things clear. None of this is a prediction, okay? Just because you get on my radar doesn't mean I automatically think you're gonna win the MVP. I'm just saying, like, hey. I'm looking Ultimate. at you for my mid right. for my mid season awards. I'm looking at you. Um, the Bib Gorman. The same way I, the, the same the same way I looked at at Russell Wilson last year. The same way I looked at Josh Allen prior to this season, who is still the reigning not Joe Flacco MVP pick. Um, three guys. Uh, Derek Carr leads the league in passing. Uh, Raiders are three zero. And we, we know you've got to be a first place team. You got to be contending for that first or or second uh, seed in the playoffs if you're gonna if you're gonna get the MVP and and Derek and and if you're the quarterback of a number one or number two seed and you have a historic season like Derek Carr is on pace for, f- averaging 400 yards a game. Oh man, sign me up. So anyway, Derek Carr's on my radar. Matthew Stafford. Is on my radar. Nine huh. touchdowns. I think only one interception. Huh. And uh, and then Kirk Cousins. Eight <laughs> touchdowns. Fuck out Eight of touchdowns. No interceptions for Kirk Cousins. Listen, the Vikings uh, he, are. He could go. The Vikings could, are two plays thousand. away from being three and zero. He could bat a thousand, and he would never be, win an MVP. <laughs> the Vikings <laughs> are two plays away from three and zero. They're looking. They good. could. They could they be do. really yeah. good. That's who yeah. the Browns play next every year. Well, there we go. They could Sick be Miles good. Garrett on his ass. Get him. Get him ten sacks. But right. uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, they're just on the radar. Sure. I just think, on I the think, radar. I think, I think I like out of your three, I think Stafford um, has the most uh, capability there. I don't. Car, you're right. Car has to keep up this pace and be this like. You know the Cinderella kind of uh, a heart, you know, uh, uh, heart attack kids. They got to keep this shit up the whole season. I don't see that happening. Um, but Stafford, I mean, he's the guy we thought he was going to be, right? So I mean, Anthony, Anthony here is uh, is chiming in here on the on the live stream, and he's asking, "What about Russell Wilson?" And I, I will repeat again. We've already talked. Come on, man. I am not risking my reputation. On Russell Wilson again, at least right. until we get to midseason. Yeah, and this is new. These are new. They're These in. Are... They're in last place. You don't you can't have win to. an MVP. You can't win an MVP from last place. Come on. Yeah. Anyways, let's be real here. Um, so that's not Joe's MVP radar. We'll do it again next week, and and just see. We'll just we'll just track. We'll see how. Yeah, let's track. We'll it. see how it's going. Yeah, we'll track. I, it. I, I can I can do up a little like Top Gun graphic with uh, yeah. We'll just we'll, guys on the, the first the first two weeks around a radar screen. Right, the first two weeks were just Josh Allen. That was it. Right? It's still Josh. Those Allen. are the only people we were. That's my yeah, prediction. Only, 
those are the only things that we were talking about. Now we're right. introducing. These are just this. the guys on the radar. Right. Are, so right. If, so when so when we look back, yeah. Week one, Josh Allen. Week two, Josh Allen. Week three now has not Joe's MVP radar. Right. Josh just Allen's right. got and it so, back. And, and the whole time, the whole time, my hope, not my prediction, my hope, Jameis Winston. Yes. Yes, I'm sorry. We forgot about you. You forgot about that. But that's Josh that's Allen just me thinking with my heart. Right. That is an emotional vote. That's that's well, not it's not even a vote. It's just it's a gut thing. It's a yeah. it's a visceral thing. Guttural. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's not helping himself. But uh, all right. Hey, he just you know listen. He just went in and won in Foxborough. Yeah. Burr. Burr. Foxborough. Um, did you guys see? He's he's such a sweet kid. Did you see him? Like the <laughs> they were doing the pregame. They're doing the pregame thing. And the standard, like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna fight for the man next to you. I want you to look at the man next to you. And Jameis like cranes his head into the guys, the guys who's left face mask, and like really gets eyeball. It's just he's so sweet. <laughs> just he's such a fucking guy. Like he's just such a character, man. He's uh, uh, and then his and then his just Sunday suit. His very respectable young man Sunday suit that he wears at his press conferences now. I uh, haven't. And, I still and then, haven't seen him. I got to take. Oh a look. God! There's just so like men's warehouse. And then, <laughs> um, you know, he obviously. And then he, you know, made the most Jameis play he could possibly make for a touchdown. For a touchdown, and then like you, the uh, what's the coach just like greets him on the sideline like you motherfucker. Yeah. If I catch you doing that shit again, you are benched. <laughs> and he's like, I know, I know, I know. Hey man, it worked. Yeah. All right. Uh, so now um, I've done up uh, another new segment. I've been wanting to do like awards. One of my favorite podcasts is uh, is the Rewatchables on the Ringer, and uh, they 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 do a thing at the beginning where they just start talking about this is they're rewatching old movies, um, and uh, and they do a thing at the beginning and they just kind of talk in general about the movie and then they get into their categories and i just i really like the categories stuff like i like the uh the the concept i like the way it flows and i was like i've got to do fucking categories you gotta do awards for the nfl and uh for the for the nacho flacco podcast so this is a uh, new segment second new segment in a row this is the award section uh the first award that we're handing out today now we're gonna vote on these. We're gonna we're we're all each gonna pick our own award winner. We don't have to come to a consensus. But uh, the week three awards, the first award we're giving out is the Marquise Brown Offensive Defensive Player of the Game. This is given out to the offensive player that helped the defense the most in week three. Uh, nominees are Marquise Brown uh, with three pass breakups to save touchdowns. Uh, Zach Wilson who held the Jets to only 119 yards passing. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who had a forced fumble in the fourth quarter of uh, the Niners-Packers game. And the Bears offensive line, which held the Bears to 1.1 yards before contact rushing and a whopping one passing yard uh, for 47 total yards on the game. 
So those are your nominees for the Marquise Brown Offensive Defensive Player of the Game. Doug, out of those four, who you picking? Who's your Who's your Marquise Brown oh, Award oh, winner? We named We named the award after Hollywood here. Oh, okay. It's well. Listen, it felt apropos. I thought um, this was supposed to be the Plaxico Award. No, that's that's for that's for literally shooting yourself, not your team. Like but yourself. That, the Plaxico is more kind of like, did you have a Uzi and a Lamborghini kind of kind of okay. award? Like this week and stupid shit NFL players do. Right, exactly. Like, it's almost was... like like a moment of zen kind of thing. Almost. Okay, all right, all right. So this is now the Hollywood or the Marquise Brown offensive defensive player of the game. Now, right. I mean, wouldn't we be remiss if he was not awarded the inaugural award? Listen, I think that it would and, be... And um, I don't think it was performance because they, end they ended up winning the game. I think the Bears' O-line here was probably the, the award for the best here. But the thing with Hollywood was that, do you remember last year, he was having a lot of issues not getting the ball. Remember that? He brought it I, up. He, he, and, was, he, and, he was vocal. And I, I even did a, um, I did a post, I think. I was like the Hollywood, the the Ravens thought they were getting, and it was like a nice picture of the Hollywood sign, and then below, and then the below it was the the Hollywood they actually got, and it was like, you know, some people. guy taking a shit on the sidewalk kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, you so did that, you did that recently, <laughs> that was last year. I think it was maybe later in the season, maybe in the playoffs last you year. You should repost yeah. that one because that's great. Um. Yeah, we can we can. I, I, get, I, get, I post a lot. It, it's it takes a while. Um, but anyways, yes, this is a this is a recurring, and that's why I felt comfortable naming the award after him so early. Is that this isn't just this doesn't feel like something where I feel like we're going to be able to go back to Marquise Brown. Like he might be like the Meryl Streep of the Marquise Brown Offensive Defensive Player of the Player of the Week. Like he might win a few of these. He might. You got to you got to go get our boy here. Is Doug is Doug not in here? He's, I gotta... he's caught in the in the green room. There we go. I'm back. He's, he's back. back. Oh man, that was rough. Well, that was a dog. We found him. Were you holding your breath so, for so long? Oof. <laughs> Oof. So. Um, Doug, where did we lose you? Were we explaining the, the, the ins and outs, the intricacies of the Hollywood Brown offensive defensive player of the year, player of the week award? Yes. Who I think, um, maybe we name this after Julio Jones because he has a lot of like pass breakups and interceptions and tackles, I think, or maybe not interceptions. Um, but he's a guy that's always used in like the, you know the prevent knock it down at the end of a game. But he's also right. but but this is ironic. but he's that, but this, well ironic. no he's also he's also ran down a lot of guys who have intercepted Matt Ryan. That, so, that see to me that would be the defensive offensive player of the year. Right, the not week. the not the defensive. Offensive. This is the offensive yes. defensive. But then. No, what? no. What are you no. talking? Marquise Brown and <laughs> Zach an Wilson and player. Jimmy Garoppolo are all offensive players, <laughs> right? No, but there's there's the the defensive offensive is is like the whole Larry Fitzgerald has more tackles than drops. The offensive defensive to me is, I don't know. I'm just fucking listen, man. Or maybe maybe let's just, let's just get on with the bit. <laughs> maybe maybe 
Maybe it is Fitzgerald I'm thinking of, but Julio Jones is up there too. Yeah, Julio. Yeah, is, no, but... he's he's always got like he's always chasing guys down because Matt yeah. Ryan threw some stupid fucking pass. Yeah. yeah, but this is more of the the you know offensive player who contributes more to the other team yeah. should be on the other team award, right? That, that, well, yeah, that's, no, that's I mean, I mean, we are talking about like or, uh, a for sure three touchdown drops for Marquise Brown, right? Like those. What if we, all, what if we called in it in the end zone? The third one was like. Nobody between him and the end zone. Right. See, we could call it the twelfth man award for the defensive twelfth the defense's twelfth man on the field, but like that's just too close to home for me. Yeah, I'll I like it. I can't do that. I no. like it. I'll like a no. <clears throat> well like I said, we'd be remiss if we didn't give the inaugural week to him. Because yeah. those were that you know, the Bears all line is absolutely putrid, but they were going against a very, very, very good defense, right? Oh, there's a fourth option. I didn't even look at the Bears. Yeah. Um, Jimmy kinda, Jimmy's going to Jimmy, right? Yeah, I'm going to leave the Bears out of this because uh, I, I'm putting everything on Nagy if we ever talk about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I'll start uh, Marquise Brown. I will... Bench no, no, it's not, not, we're not start bench cutting. This is just a, it's just an award. We're just giving one out. Oh, so I just got to pick one of these guys. Well, yeah, just then, yeah. Pick one. See, then yeah, Marquise Brown. Yeah. There we go. A little, yeah. little, little, some, some bumps here. The first time we're doing an award. Right. So the inaugural Marquise Brown award goes to <laughs> Marquise Brown. <laughs> Brown. <laughs> All right. All right. So the, uh, the next, the next award one. is best excuse in a losing performance. Uh, your nominees are. We forced them to kick a 66-yard field goal, the Lions. Um, we scored too quick, the 49ers. Or we were distracted because they retired the jersey of our director of fan engagement, the Giants. <laughs> oh. I think this is the Niners. Can't leave any any time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers. Just can't. Can't do it. Can't score a touchdown with 36 seconds left and give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers to go an entire 80 yards and and kick a game winning field goal. It's, it's too the much. Thing, the thing that is is bugging me right now about the Niner game is that uh, there's a few things. Um, really? Yeah. Um. The the one thing that stands out there about that end of the game sequence was that the Niners snapped a ball at 12 seconds on the play clock with a running clock, I think, and could have bled like another, I don't know, 9, 10, 11, maybe even 12 whole seconds off the play clock, off the game clock, and uh, just fucking didn't. So there's that. I don't even mind check going in. There's a lot of that. There was a lot of bad clock management this week. You, you, if you can score the touchdown there, you score the touchdown because there's no guarantee that if you get if you go down at the one that you still get in, right? Yeah. Um, Honorable mention and who actually win this game, even win this award, even though they won the fucking game, was the Chargers. They tried to lose that game four times. The end of that game was so mismanaged. It was an absolute. 
It was an absolute Chargers performance, but they happened to win this week. And as I predicted, right, that's what we're talking about, spreads and picks. Yeah. It's like, no, they're going to find a way to lose this game. And they really did. They really, really tried to win. Two missed extra points. Two missed extra points. The fact that they they could have just wound down the clock to zero or to one and kicked a game-winning field goal there at the end and not have to let not not give Mahomes the ball back with enough time, you know, we're talking about Rodgers with 30 seconds, the same time thing with Mahomes. Yeah. Two plays and you're there. And Tyreek Hill, like get the fuck out of here. But, the, but the, I I liked what the Chargers did though. That, I mean, like they went for it on what was it like a fourth down and and they're basically like, "No, we're going to we're going to try and close this out." Like No, no, um, it, it wasn't the fourth down play was great. That was ballsy and they got it. That was awesome. Yeah. It, the mismanagement happened after that. Gotcha. Yeah. But they could have just burned the clock and kicked a field goal. But they decided to go for a touchdown, throw the ball, right? Throw the ball, not just run the ball up the gut three times. Or yep. just fuck, you know, run the clock out and kick it on second down. Right? They decided to 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 keep going. And to score Doug, and give Mahomes the ball back. So uh, Trevor, you're going with a right in candidate for the Chargers? Even yes. though they even though this is not a losing performance? Correct. Because they okay. did everything that they they, they they played Chargers football. So that's okay. like a whole that's like a whole different thing. I, I've got a di- I've got a category for that. Maybe here, add it to the next category, Trevor. Keep the charges out of this because uh, okay. the academy's the, the academy's going to strip you of your vote for putting a winning team in this in this category. So okay, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. So, right. so then so, I'll, I'll I'll renege, and yeah, you were going with, you're going with the Niners, I think. Originally. I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Maybe I'll just keep that. I yeah, I will too, just to kind of fall in line with my. Uh, start bench cut or whatever we did earlier with yeah i didn't realize i didn't realize that the start bench cut and this were going to overlap so much um but i'm i'm gonna stick with my start bench cut and go that giving letting somebody get to 66 yards and uh you know 31 out of 32 teams are gonna lose that game if they're down two with or down one with a 66 yard field goal in front of you so um, the Lions. Is, 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 he, the, is he the only kicker that can make that kick? I well, I mean that's his. I mean that's literally the longest kick in NFL history. So I'd yeah. go with for for right now. I'd say yes. Until somebody kicks another one, I'm gonna say yeah. He's the only. He's the he's the only motherfucker that is gonna yeah. like no, so many like teams. So many teams would ask players like who else? So many. So many teams would be lining up some hook and ladder type play, Hail Mary type play in the same situation, but the Ravens get to try it out a kicker. Um, yeah. A, yeah. So, um, all right. The next award is the coaching to lose the game award. Um, Kyle Shanahan, not going for it on fourth and short, even though he has Trey Lance that happened a few times. <laughs> I, just, I just read a book. Cliff Kingsbury attempting a 68-yard field goal against the Jaguars. Now, here's my – well, you know what? Listen, I'll just I'm, – I'm just – I'm not going to step on the awards. I'm just going to – I'll I'll read these without bias. Uh, and then Matt Nagy showing up for the game. Oh. Those are your three choices. 
Kyle Shanahan not going for it on fourth. Cliff Kingsbury attempting a 68-yard field goal against the Jags. Matt Nagy showing up for the game. Uh, and Trevor would like to also nominate uh, the Chargers for clock management. Doug, why don't you take this one first? Um, yeah, so I've been chomping at the bit to make fun of Matt Nagy. Um, so I'm going to go with that one. Eat big dog. Holy shit. That was the worst. Like, I want to feel really good about the Browns. Like, defense dominating that game from start to finish. But that play calling was so dumb. There's like, I was walking, I was watching you know, multiple football talk show radio or, you know, shows today, listening, watching, whatever. And there's, there are legitimately people saying like, yo, this is a conspiracy that he was calling bad plays like to get. (laughs) So what's his name? Didn't look good. Like it was bad. Like miles Garrett. No, he didn't like, they had like 78 year old Jason Peters one-on-one with miles Garrett, the whole fucking game. And they did not chip on him. They didn't. No tight end help. No running back help. One on one, the oldest guy, in, you know, besides Tom Brady in football, against Miles Garrett, the best, arguably the best pass rusher in football. They did not roll out Justin Fields. You have this athletic quarterback with a great arm that can run it if it doesn't happen. He did not move him out of the pocket. I don't think. I don't think he moved him out of the pocket one time. I. I mean, I'd have to go back and watch. Um, no, that was that wasn't that was something that, like Dan Orlovsky, I went off on, did a whole like thing, like I think he like did a whole like let me look into the camera two, camera two, camera two, come with me, and like, <laughs> made did like this whole like plea to like that Matt Nagy should be fired fucking immediately. It, um, it was it it became pretty obvious like. Because in the first half, the Bears' defense looked great. Like they were, you know, they were sticking it to us. They had a bunch of sacks in the first half too. But they made no like the dude. He didn't make any adjustments like at all. I felt I felt bad for Justin Fields, and I don't even like the guy. Like I felt like, but yeah, yeah. Matt Matt Nagy is terrible. Um, he is yeah. my new, he's the new Adam Gase. He's the worst coach in football. Oh uh, no, Urban Meyer's still the worst, but. Matt Nagy's right there on Urban Meyer's level. He's winning I mean, this my is, award this is, for coaching to lose the game. Matt yeah, Nagy, loser. This, this feels like ego, right? This feels like this is a guy who wants to stick to his game plan. He's not going to play to anybody's strengths. Yeah. He wants, the, he wants that player to play to his offense and not, not, that, not, not you know, create an offense yeah. around the player. Yeah, dude. Where's the run-pass option? Where's the rollouts? Where's the quarterback design run plays like for this kid? Or is it that they were so convinced that <laughs> that Dalton would be playing right now that they didn't even run, they didn't even design any of these plays yet. They didn't even go to the book on them. Were they were they playing were they playing a limited playbook because of them being unprepared, which is also obviously a coaching error, but I can't well, imagine I, that happening. I was starting to take the stance of, you know, maybe Nagy sees that Justin Fields is just not ready. Um, that's why he's not playing out, you know, after yeah. the last game, I kind of started like, Oh, maybe he's not ready. Try not to get him hurt. Yeah. And then, uh, sometimes. but then I see the, sometimes. like, dude, how do you not have, you've had him for, you know, you, you were there when he got drafted. How do you not have a game plan ready for this guy for him to go in and play in a game? Like, how do you not have a package ready for this kid to, 
show his running and throwing big arm. Like, I don't know. It was weird. It was almost like they're just taking snaps. They, they ran their three plays and then they punted. And like the only time they scored two field goals, and one was off a giant penalty and one was off at like a, a really bad sack on fourth down that the Browns took. It was bad, but uh, it was it like if I'm a Bears fan, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm knocking down the doors to get Nagy out of there. So you're going with Nagy? I <laughs> <laughs> damn it! I just took a drink. I almost just spit everywhere. Yeah. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor, you're up. Trevor, your options are uh, Kyle Shanahan not going forward on fourth, Cliff Kingsbury attempting 68 yard field going against the ga- Jags, right. Matt Nagy showing up for the game, or your Chargers thing that you were passionate about. I mean, about. I, I think the Chargers needs to be an honorable mention here, even though they did win. Uh, they could have easily, they, they gave Pat Mahomes double the amount of time that Rodgers had. And, and the Niners lost that game, right? Like there was, you even mentioned that they could have, you know, they, they wasted about twelve seconds. Yeah, right. We're we're talking about what was it like a minute and a half? I think that they gave Mahomes something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like that, the, the, there was a full, like there was no clock management there. I think he was so riled up after they got that fourth down that he was like, "We're going for it. We're just fucking going for it. We're going to win the game." Right, he. I think he was just so overrun, and he even even in his post game conference, what, what's his name again? Is it Staley? Uh, Staley, yeah, Staley, Brandon right? Staley. Staley, and he's just like, well, you know, we're being aggressive, not overly aggressive. I don't think it was overly aggressive. We just wanted to be aggressive. It's like, nah, dude, you were fucking stupid. Like yeah, that yeah. was that that was that was stupid. He but, also uh, called his quarterback a gangster in that same press conference. <laughs> Which, listen, I mean, if, Justin if, if, Herbert's if, a fucking freak. If 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 Zach if Zach Wilson's quarterback Barbie, he's got to be Coach Barbie, no? Like he looks like he's seventeen years old. He's yeah, he's a young dude. He's a twerp. He's yeah. definitely I, a twerp. I, that's a good, I, that's a good, that's a good was, call from. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna vote that, which is even more egregious. I I don't think, you know, the Niners, like you said, maybe maybe there was they they could have uh, sucked out another twelve seconds or something like that. But that's just Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's done that to so many teams that it's almost hard to hold the other team accountable. Uh, I, I think that the, the Kingsbury, <laughs> I think that so was here's, Okay, so here's my thing with the, and that, here's, but that here, didn't That didn't lose them the game, right? Here, but it here's my thing with the Kingsbury thing, and I've, I've been wanting to talk about this basically since it happened. When the When you have the more talented team, like we've talked in the past about kind of like, not showing everybody what's in the playbook, right? Like, and, and like, you don't need a 68 yard field goal if you're the Cardinals to beat the Jaguars. Like, you're up, I think you're up seven six at this point, trying to make it nine six, like right before halftime, when you have Kyler Murray and the Cardinals offense and Chandler Jones and TJ Watt and AJ Green and DeAndre Hyde, you've got all of this talent. And on the other sideline is the Jacksonville Jaguars of 2021. And you're deciding, I'm going to take this enormous risk and try and attempt a 68-yard field goal knowing full well that I think a a field goal return 
a kick six is like a 90% probability given the players that are on the field, right? Because the, the, the kicking team has nothing but offensive linemen and like tight ends. And the receiving team gets a basically a punt returner back there. And it's just it just basically turns into so what you've given the Jaguars now going into halftime is momentum, a lead. Like f- there are people betting on football, betting too much money on football. Right. And Cliff Kingsbury is there teaching me once again, this is why you should not bet on football, not Joe. This because is why you should there are men because like that making decisions. There are there are Cliff Kingsbury's on every fucking sideline doing stupid fucking things. There are Marquise Browns out there doing stupid fucking things. That when you've got the better hand, you don't need to do much. If you're the bigger guy, you don't need to sucker punch the the the, the smaller guy. If you're the like if you're the the anyway, you just don't need to do this. Completely yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. The guy, the guy that took the kickback, um, or yeah, the guy that took the missed field goal back, took a kickback the game before as well. So there's, I'm assuming they saw on tape that guy, and he yeah, gets the ball in his hands, he's capable because he's got two kick returns now for touchdowns. Right. Two games. If I'm wrong, like on a kick return punt return, there's a lot less distance between the line of scrimmage where players are gathered and the you know um, receiving of the ball. Well, it's like it's it's who's who's on the field for the kicking team, right? It's all and nothing but offensive linemen and, and tight ends, just blockers. Yeah, right, right in the middle of the field. There's on on top of that, there's no gunners, right? right. So right. there's no there's nobody covering the field goal, right? right? Everybody stays in the block, um, and so basically the, the guy is gets, always the punter, <laughs> right? You've got you've got a kicker, a punter, and nine offensive line, you know, seven offensive linemen and two tight ends out there, and a long snapper. Right, they've got no hope, um, and and this is the, this Cliff Kingsbury sometimes coaches football like he gets to just like like he gets to just reset the game if like he doesn't like the score. Yeah, like this isn't it's not Madden. Like if you miss this kick and things go wrong, like this is why C.J. Beathard beat you when you were trying to make the playoffs last year. So. This is so I'll never forget. There was, it wasn't this year, it was last year when the, somebody posted it about like the draft room on draft day. And it was one team, or it was like Bill Belichick or somebody like that with like, you know, a, a pot of coffee and like a bunch of fucking notepads and all that. And then they show Cliff Kingsbury, and I, I have to assume his house is in fucking Scottsdale in this outrageously modern, ugly ass house in his living room feet up on a coffee table with a phone in front of him looking at a TV. And that, I think that supports exactly <laughs> what you just said, Nacho. That it's like, that's how he, yeah, well, he's the uh, yeah. he's the CEO in the office that has never met his employees. Yeah. What about no, he's, um, this school of thought? Uh, they're playing the fucking Jaguars. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you, I guess you, there's that too. Yeah, not like if he wanted to put not Joe in for a series, he could. They would still win. I have an I have I have an epic pump fake. Um, Rocket so, which, is, which has been documented on very grainy footage. Wow, um, we still have that. Wow, it's up. It's it's still up. It's on YouTube. Is it really? Um, YouTube. Yeah. The um, 
that was that was amazing. I remember that <laughs> <laughs> impromptu <laughs> Halloween in San Francisco uh, basketball pickup game, but it was football. Football, football. pickup game. Football, football on the, a basketball um, court. On a basketball court. No, but I mean, th- yes, I know you can do it, and if you're going to try it, it's against the Jaguars. That's fine, but do it when you're up twenty points. Right. Not when it's not when they're surprisingly close to you. that. That team on the other sideline expects to fucking lose every single week. They've lost every game now for eighteen straight games. They're terrible. They know it. You know it. And now you let them go into halftime with momentum, with a lead. With hope, with hope. <laughs> yeah, like don't give that dog that you backed into a corner hope, man. Right. <laughs> so like, just it's still, like it's still the NFL. It's the opposite of stepping on their necks. You want to kick the sixty-eight yard field goal when you're up three scores? Fucking do it. Set the record. Be awesome. Rub it in their fucking faces. Don't risk letting them back in the game. You could have just fucking done whatever, kneeled on the ball, gone in halftime up seven six kicked everybody's asses in the locker room, come out, and gone and put up 30 points in the second half like you basically did. But you didn't have to give them a lead at the beginning of it. You didn't have to up the degree of difficulty. That's the thing. That's like the, the short-sightedness, the the playing checkers, not chess thing that um, the Kingsbury, that I've just, anyway. So I'm going with Kingsbury just because I hated that fucking thing. And it, oh, it, it, it needs to be voted on. Um, okay. Some quick questions from the rest of the NFL. And we'll just like, let's just like lightning around these for a little bit. Should Derrick Henry have been the first pick in the draft? I mean, you got Dalvin Cook missed, missed this week. McCaffrey's been out. Kamara hasn't really gotten going yet. And Derrick Henry's leading the league in rushing again. Took him a game though. The first game he didn't look real very good. First game didn't look good. Anybody look yeah, good? Yeah, I, I mean, that first yeah. game was like that first week yeah. was a was a fucking preseason week, right? But yeah, I mean, in retrospect, sure, we can play and play that game all day long. So I'm just hindsight just is twenty twenty, my friend. It really um, is. But if McCaffrey is getting ninety yards rushing and ninety receiving and a touchdown every couple, you know. That's pretty valuable. But the injuries, yeah. If like that's, and that's why right. you always draft Madison. Um, and, and I got <laughs> to draft him, and I played him this week. Boom. The, the, uh, so, okay, so next one up. Chiefs are two games back of the Broncos and the Raiders. How soon are the Chiefs back in first place? Uh, how long does that take to make up? Two, three yeah. games? Three games? That means that them, even if they're – that means that the Broncos and the Raiders are going to have to lose two of their next three? Yeah, let's look at the schedules. Well, the Broncos have beat the three worst teams, right? Yes. In the right. NFL? Yeah, so they're a, um, they're a paper champion at the moment. The jury's still out, right? To use to use a boxing term, they're a paper champion. Um, but honestly, um, I like what I see from the Raiders – and the Chargers. Yeah. I don't know if I mean Kansas City's won that division five years in a row. Is that what it is? Something like that. Um so I don't here's th- the, I don't here, know if here, they're doing here's it. Here's the Broncos next four games. Home against the Ravens, at Steelers, home against the Raiders, at Browns. 
Yeah, I think we talked about this. Yeah, they're yeah that they're they're gonna fall from grace. I think pretty hard. They could beat the they could beat the Steelers. The Raiders. And who knows about the fuck? Are a Raiders. different story. The Raiders have already beat three ten win teams from last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, I so Raiders, Raiders, Chargers Monday night. So we get to podcast right after Raiders Chargers. I'm excited. Nice. Then, yeah. then the uh, Raiders get to play the Naggies, the the Matt Naggies. Um, then, uh, if he's still there, um, I mean, there's there's still the Raiders though. I mean, they have. They have squeaked these games out. They're the heartbreak kids at the moment, the heart attack kids, rather. But like, I, like I said before, I don't know how long they can hang on to this. So, Chargers, Bears, Broncos, Eagles for the Raiders are the next four. Then Giants. So, there's five games for the Raiders. Like, I don't see them losing two of those. Yeah. So they'll have one loss going into their game against the Chiefs. Yeah. Right. So the Chiefs might this this might come down to the end of the season. Like I'm gonna say, week fourteen is when yeah. the Chiefs regain sole possession of first place. I mean, yeah, I mean the Raiders and the Chargers keep playing as they are, uh, and the Chiefs with their schedule and everybody guns after them, right? Like they're they have not set themselves up very well. They're gonna have to fight all season. God, we have regular season football going into January 9th. Yeah, it's amazing. Jeez, it's gonna be great. But the Chargers, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm. <laughs> oh, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's the uh, maybe it's the the Babe Ruth curse kind of thing. Maybe it's, you know, they finally won a game that they weren't supposed to. It, the the tide finally turned. They made bad decisions, and they still squeaked out a victory. Um, Justin, I just I on my notes here on the agenda, I just put Justin fucking Herbert. That's all. I, I typed out that that's all. He good. I wanted to make sure I said that that's all. How about, a low, um, how about Alohi Gilman with the game clinching interception? Yeah. For the Chargers. Golden Domer. And then uh what's his face with a uh junior, the cornerback, the draft pick this year? Asante. That, Asante, yeah, Samuel. Asante Samuel. Yeah. With Off that, that pick. Un- unbelievable airtime on that pick. Yeah. It was yeah. That's like that's uh, like a that, that that's a play a rookie makes. That's not a play a veteran makes. The veteran doesn't lay out like that, right? That, that, that's a that's a rookie trying to make a name for himself, right there. Dude, that's his, it's in his genes, bro. His dad had so many great interceptions like that. His dad Damn was a ball hawk. Those genes, a little genuine. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Saints D is back to being legit. Um, they're they're really good. I don't know what the fuck happened there in week two, but they're really good. Um, okay, so the Cam versus Mac Jones thing. Uh, at this point last year, Cam had six touchdowns and two interceptions. Mac Jones has two and three. Uh, two touchdowns, three interceptions. I know how Cam finished last year. I get it. But, you know, just saying. Uh, somebody on one of the shows today, might have, it was either first take or undisputed, was asking the question, would the Patriots be three and zero if Cam Newton was the quarterback? I don't know how to answer that because I haven't watched enough of the Patriots. But you know, this is the Mac Jones looking like you know Confederate Kirk Cousins is um, is is the is isn't the best scenario. Well, wasn't that um, the Patriots running backs fumbling the ball in that first game at the end of the game? Not Mac yeah. Jones. Probably. 
Yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying he's just like this isn't he's not being like he's throwing the ball a bunch, but they're yeah. not putting up points. And uh, like he threw the he threw the ball another like forty times or something this game. Yeah. Very like the Patriots we're seeing right now are very non what we're not used to, right? And that's not because the absence of Brady. That's their penalties, their their unforced errors, their fumbles and and uh, things like that. It's, the, the, it's they've got the, they've got the F one car and it's built for Brady, but they've got you know a, a a guy who's not Brady driving it, and that's fine. They they wanted to go back to the Brady style offense. Cam Newton doesn't allow them to do that. I get all that. They might be a better team if they they might be a better team in the short term if they if they hung in camp. The absolute right decision for the long term was if you can be competitive with Mac Jones, you 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 go do that and you rip the band-aid off. Yeah, no, um, it's it's more of the same for the Patriots from the last few years, even Brady's last couple of years there. He, there's no talent. Like who who's he throwing to? They spent all those money on those tight ends, and Johnny Smith like leads the league in drops or something. And I mean, has Hunter Henry done anything? No, like, I have both. There's, of there's them. no weapons. Yeah. There's no weapons on that team. There wasn't when Brady left. There's not now for McCorkle. The only the only team that uh, Hunter Henry is starting for is Trevor's fantasy team. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm serious. That's it. Yeah. No, I'm I, get I, it. I, I yeah. get it. Um, I got to remember. I did. I did the has been joke in there. So glad that. Oh, Daniel Jones is now four and eleven at home. <sighs> oh, it was such a frustrating game. What's four his record? What did you say his record was? Four and eleven at home. Yeah, no, I heard you. That was such <laughs> a frustrating game, man. Ingram is is uh, Ingram just needs to go. Uh, yeah. He just needs to. Nobody ever says, "Oh, he's getting Ingram back." No, we're not. We didn't, that is not a thing. That is not an attribute. We don't need to celebrate that. Uh, we lost a bunch of guys. Um, Saquon limped off the field. He did come back. Uh, he did get a touchdown. It was nice to see. He had a relevance fantasy game. Uh, Daniel Jones actually played relatively well, except for the one humble. Um, Slayton Four, got hurt. Fourteen Skipper points. Got hurt. Um, two linemen down, two starting linemen down. Uh, you know, it, it, I, yes, the Giants have injuries. The Giants have been played by injuries. I still don't. They may Ooh. maybe squeak out that win if they're healthy. Like that's that's not an excuse at this point. They're just bad. Did you see the big one today for your G men? Well, and and Adoree, right? Like like that. That's what bad teams do. Adoree dropping a ball in his hands. Uh, uh, second and goal. Uh, Matt Ryan, errant pass, and the only person within twenty square feet was Adderi, and he drops the ball. Next play is a pass interference. Next play is a touchdown, and that was the that was the winner. Oh man, that sucks, buddy. I was talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, your 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 captain and uh. Captain of the defense, Blake Martinez is out for the year. Yes, Blake Martinez is out. Yep. <laughs> That's what he's I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, he's gone too. And he's a very good player. He is good. I do. I, he does. I do notice his play, but sorry. That was just kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I, know, I know he got hurt and I left him off. We're not laughing at, I, I not laughing not at the guy who got hurt. We're laughing at, at Doug me. getting to deliver the news. Yeah, because I did not know that he was out for the year. I, I haven't seen that streaming across my television today. So great, 
Yeah. Great. So, well, maybe you know that'll save him some uh, some embarrassment. So again, um, I think we said this after week one, but we can say it again after week three. West Coast, L.A. Coast. Yeah. L.A. six and zero. New York, East Coast, zero and six. What do you think of that? L.A. versus New York. If you want your producer. All up in the videos, dancing. Listen, Doug, this is you're not supposed to be on that side, all right? People still when people still refer to Ohio out here, they think it's the fucking East Coast. We're Midwest, baby. Not even Midwest. Midwest is Arizona. That's Ohio Midwest. is considered Midwest, but we are in the Eastern time zone. I know it is not the that's the misconception about the Midwest. People think the Midwest is the Bible Belt, and it is not. The Midwest is Utah, Arizona, New Mexico. You, oh, Colorado. That's the that's, Midwest. That's the Southwest. That's well, if you go that south, but it's the Midwest anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I only went as far south as the. We need. You, you said. We, we need. We need music for Doug's geography corner. <laughs> um, anybody concerned about the Bucks losing on the road to the Rams, or the Rams is really good? The Rams are really good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Rams are good, and it's a long season. I mean, Brady's old. He came out of the first two weeks fucking shooting off touchdowns like he was a young man again. So he's going to have some games where he looks old because he is old. Yeah, Um, and they, you know, last year when they won, they they certainly struggled early. Not that they came out of the gate struggling that they did last year, but there's going to be losses. They're not invincible. That was uh, Tom Brady's first game in L.A. ever. Professionally, I think. Yeah. That's interesting. Huh. That's SoFi Stadium, man. Really, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's cheesy. It sucks. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. Yeah, well, it's LA. Exactly. It's very LA. It looks great, but it really is built like shit, and it sucks inside. Well, on that note, I think it's time for a hockey corner. All right. Zidane Chara back Who? on the island. Bless you. Who knows? He's old. He's huge. He's probably really slow now. But it's really cool to sign a guy like Chara. He's an anchor of the defense. Uh, a lot of free agent signings um, and preseason starting. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.